Postseason baseball is finally here for the Atlanta Braves as they're ready to kick off their series on Saturday. Today's episode, I'm going to answer some mailbag of questions that we have, talk about the roster decisions the Braves have made, and a lot more on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shortstopball. Also, make sure you check out the podcast there at Lockdown underscore Braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast, and I'll answer those on an episode like today's, or I'll reach back out to you on social media. If you're new on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button as well in this video to help support the show as we got a lot going on, hopefully for a long time here throughout October with a deep postseason run. So again, make sure you subscribe, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast as well for those audio listeners out there. And if you're an everydayer, thank you so much. Do appreciate all support here at Locked On Braves, becoming an everydayer, being here each and every day throughout the week. This is a little bit of a special episode, a little bit of a bonus episode here. I really didn't have an opportunity to do a you know a full mailbag episode like I li- really do on Fridays. I had the crossover episode with Connor of Locked On Phillies. You haven't checked that out? Please do so. And then I had the episode where Grant McCauley come on came on here talking about what he saw at the Sim Games this week. So we had that drop on Friday. So we've had a lot of content already on the podcast this week. So I want to just sit back. This is going to be more of a laid back episode. So if you're listening on audio, I apologize if there's going to be maybe some more pauses in here than normal. Just bump up the speed on this, maybe to 1.5, because I'm going to be looking at some things, talking through some things on this episode. And I really want the listeners and those who are here live with me to kind of run this thing. So if you are here live, go ahead and start submitting your questions. Again, I'm pretty much going to let you run this thing. We do have a a time limit. I got to cap it at, but uh, go ahead and start submitting your questions, comments. I'm going to try to read through all of those. So again, apologize. It's going to be a little bit different kind of episode here, a little bit more laid back as I read through some of these comments and look some things up along the way as we get ready for this matchup between the Braves and the Phillies. Look, I am I am excited. Uh, I'm nervous. All the things that come along with being a baseball fan and has a team in po- in the postseason play like this, it's going to be a lot of fun. Two really good teams. We've talked about it ad nauseum the last couple of days. Again, if you want to go back and get more of a deep dive maybe of this series in the last couple of podcasts that we did, but Today, I just really want to have a laid-back conversation with you, answer some of your questions. There's some interesting roster decisions as well. So let's talk about those here real quick while we have people submitting questions, those who are here live. I want to go over some of the roster decisions the Braves. It sounds like they're making. Nothing's official yet, but everything we've heard so far Sounds like they're going to go with some some interesting decisions on the roster. Maybe one of the biggest ones is that Kyle Wright will not be on the NLDS roster. Again, as you know, rumors have been reported on Friday night, that is a that's a big shift. Now, I will say this. I didn't think Kyle Wright had looked particularly great in his outings. He still looks like a guy that's rusty. The velocity was down, and that was to be expected. If you remember, and you're an everydayer, you heard me a couple of months ago say, I do not expect anything 
from Kyle Wright. Just with the timeline and the shoulder injuries, I thought that was too much to ask for him to get geared back up, you know, maybe to start. I, I thought that was always far-fetched, but it sounds like, you know, even in the bullpen, they didn't feel like that was a great role for him. And it sounds like he's not going to be on the NLD roster. Uh, roster. Hopefully there's nothing else injury-related there that's keeping him off. I, I would imagine that it's just maybe the Braves didn't like what they saw from him and didn't think he was going to be effective enough coming out of the bullpen. So that's one interesting one. Jesse Chavez as well. You know, with the Braves not knowing what's going to happen in game three, you felt like maybe they needed some guys that could give you some bulk innings. Now, maybe you are going to have A.J. smith Shaver on there, and that helps. We talked about that a lot lately. Bryce Elder, I'm assuming, is going to be on there, and I'm assuming he's going to start game three now with Kyle Wright gone and Jesse Chavez as well. I doubt they're going to hand the ball to A.J. smith Shaver on the road in game three of the postseason, a 20-year-old. You know, not that Bryce Elder's that much older, but again, that's just, you know, a little bit of a surprise there, but it is a, a five game series. You have all these off days. And in four of those games, you figure Spencer, Spencer Strider, Max Fried is going to be starting. And you're hoping that they're going to give you at least five innings. And if they do that, you're going to throw your best bullpen arms every game. So it's going to be Johnson, Jimenez, Mentor, and Iglesias in all these games at the end. So you don't really need a lot of arms. I thought they might lean towards more of the arms just because they don't know what's going to happen in game three. And, you know, let's say you do get in a blowout situation with Freed or, or Strider pitching. Maybe you want to save some of your better arms so the Phillies don't get as many looks at them. But uh, certainly interesting decision. And yeah, Barracuda, Dazeville Hernandez, could he be this year's Matzik speaking it into existence? I will say, and I almost said this, and now I wish I would have, when we were going over roster decisions not long ago, I was looking at Dazeville Hernandez's name on there, and I was thinking, man, I wish he – Wish he wouldn't have got hurt. I wish he could have stayed healthy because had a great year at AAA, has big time stuff. It's kind of a little inconsistent his time, you know, when he came up with Atlanta, but six strikeouts and three and two thirds. I mean, he is somebody with that big power arm that tends to play up in the postseason. Do I trust him? No, but I think it's somebody that maybe could surprise a little bit. I didn't know he was even healthy enough. There's been no talk about him, but a pretty um, sounds like he pitched in those sim games and looked. Pretty good, good enough for the Braves to put him on the NLDS roster. So I'm excited about that guy. He's not necessarily a young guy either. He's 27, but has big time stuff. And, you know, if he hadn't gotten hurt, I think he would have had an opportunity to become a big piece of that bullpen. I talked about it then when he came up. You know, I thought if he could pitch like he did at AAA with the stuff that he has, that he could have an impact in this bullpen. So it gives you another high velocity arm, which is like Matt Cox is saying in the comment section there, another high velocity arm. Um, that it gives you along with AJ Smith Shaver. So, you know, again, one another comment I made the other day, we were talking about roster decisions and some of these arms is take the guys you feel like have the best stuff. That's you know, tends to play up in the postseason a little bit, does make me a little worrisome because are these are inexperienced young guys. You don't want them out there walking the world, but also you want guys who have the best stuff that can get chases, can get swing and misses. And I think days will AJ Smith Shaver. They can give you that. So some interesting roster decisions there. And then the other one is Vaughn Grissom being on the bench. And this is another one we talked about the other day. I thought they would go with Luke Williams because he covers an outfield spot as well. He can play outfield and infield, gives you some speed. But I talked about Vaughn Grissom. If you want to get another bat on there, you know, I thought it made some sense. I don't know when you might use him because I assume Pilar is going to get the at-bats, you know, off the bench against left-handed pitchers. But maybe they'll go to, to Von Grissom. I don't know. And then Von Grissom obviously gives you another pinch run 
uh, pitch runner as well, along with Forrest Wall, who I expect to be on this roster. So some interesting decisions there. You know, leave it to the Braves to kind of mix things up a little bit and go with the unexpected. But uh, the other announcement we have is officially Spencer Strider is going to go in game one, Max Freed in game two. I think everybody pretty much expected that at this point, but that that has become official that those will be the guys that line it up. And like I said, the way things line up, you could have Strider again in game four, and you could have Freed in game five if those games are necessary. Hopefully they're not because the Braves sweep the series, but with these two teams, I kind of doubt that's going to be the case, but that's your biggest news coming out Friday. Again, rosters aren't due until 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday, so we'll see what happens when they are official. All right, we're going to take a, a quick break here. When I come back, I'm going to strictly go through the comments section, read through your comments and questions on this, what is a you know a bonus mailbag podcast that we have here today. I'll do all that next. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Should that be a Braves playoff game? Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, view from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Again, if you're looking for those last-minute deals for Braves postseason tickets, make sure that you go to Game Time. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So I'm going to jump into the comments section here. Again, I apologize. Apologize, first of all, if I don't get to all of you. we got a lot in here, and that is outstanding. But I'm going to read through these pretty slowly and make sure I try to don't say anything inappropriate, first of all. And if you're in here, please don't put anything inappropriate for me to read. But I'm going to go through these kind of slow, so I apologize if this is a little bit slower and more laid back. One Iron Lung says, so Wright is not on the roster. Yes, that does seem to be the case. Nothing's official at this point, but it sounds like all the reports we've seen so far that Kyle Wright will not be on the roster. Um, Barracuda says, am I the only one that hates the Phillies way more than the Mets right now? I mean, you're about to play them in a, a big series, so that's understandable. And after what happens last, after what happened last year, I certainly think the Phillies are the biggest threat to the Braves at the moment. Uh, one Iron Lung Payback Series. Nate Dog says, go Braves, chop on. It's time for Chocktober to begin. Uh, William the Worst says, can't wait to end the series in game four in front of Phil's fans. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, one Iron Lung says, I don't hate the Phillies. They haven't done anything. Eliminating the Braves last year was their World Series. It hurt the Braves. I mean, let's, you know, let's not sugarcoat it. That was not a fun series for a Braves fans. Joseph's recap says, I'm a little shocked Kyle Wright didn't make the postseason roster. I am as well. Uh, again, I kind of laid out the points for you in the first segment there. You know, Kyle Wright certainly didn't look very sharp. Uh, I mean, he was able to, to get through a couple of innings, and I thought if you wanted to put him on the postseason roster and piggyback him, I, look, I was on board. I thought they should have started him in game three. See if he can give you two innings and then go to an A.J. Smith-Shaver and try to bridge it. That way, at least you'd have a guy who's you know pitched in a big game in the World Series like Kyle Wright. But this just tells me they don't think he's you know even close to being back fully healthy. And even in the bullpen outings we saw from Kyle Wright, the velocity just still wasn't there. So I think this is more a decision of they just don't think Kyle Wright has had enough time to really get back to being somebody that can be 
Kyle Wright, somebody that can be an effective pitcher. Nate Dog says, do you think A.J. Smith-Shaver makes the division series roster? I do. I think it's got to be a lock at this point. I mean, based on what we saw in his last performance in the regular season and based on what everybody saw at the Sim game the other day and now knowing that Kyle Wright's not on the roster, Jesse Chavez isn't on the roster, I think A.J. Smith-Shaver has to be a lock right now. Uh, Michael Richie says Strider game one, Smith Shaver, right game two and Freed game three. That's what I think. Well, Wright's not going to be on the roster. Uh, I understood this strategy. Some people were throwing out there that maybe you push Freed back to game three, gives him another off day and you start him on the road and then you, you give you know, whoever you're going to start in game three an opportunity at home. But I, I don't know that that's worth the trade off of not having Freed available for a potential game five. I understand the strategy. Certainly, I think it makes some sense and there's some validity to it, but I think you want to have, you know, you want to win these two games in Atlanta. I mean, that's the obvious statement, but you don't want to go to Philly. Philly fans right now and Philly's team in general, they're thinking if we can just go into Atlanta and split, they don't know what they're doing in game three and we get back home, they're feeling very confident. So these first two games in Atlanta are crucial for the Braves. So I think you throw your best, you throw Strider, you throw Freed, and go ahead and try to take these first two in Atlanta and put all the pressure on them with three games to go, knowing that if the Braves need to, they have a game five in their pocket back home in Atlanta. Thomas Miller, can anyone tell me the Braves lineup for game one? I, I think it's going to be your traditional lineup, Acuna, Ozzy, Riley, Olsen, Ozuna. I think he's going to keep Harris in the sixth spot where he has been the last couple of weeks of the season. I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I like Harrison that nine spot getting on base in front of Ronald and everybody in the, the top of the order, but I imagine that's when it's what it's going to be. Um, you know, and then, you know, Rosario, the catcher spot and Arcia probably down at the bottom. I'd imagine that's going to be the lineup. Although the Braves are facing a lefty in the first game, you might see Pilar in the starting lineup, but he'd still be batting, you know, seven, eight, nine down there. Um, Joseph, recap, who do you think will score the first Braves run tomorrow? Ronald, obviously. Um, Snick confirmed Max's game two. Yep, we talked about that. Um, one Iron Long says, got to go Strider game one and free game two. Got to win in Atlanta. Yeah, that's what we talked about a minute ago. I think that's definitely the, the way to go. Dobby says, Elder in game three then. I, I would assume. I, I would assume game three is going to be some combination of Elder and A.J. smith Shaver, like William the Worst points out here. A little bit later, I think that's got to be what you're looking at for game three of this series. Start Elder, see what he's got, see if maybe he's got his command that day and he can fool the Phillies for you know a trip or two through the lineup, keep the team you know in the game, and then go to AJ Smith Shaver. A lot may depend on how these first two games go as well. Look, like I said, if, if maybe the Phillies come in and split this, or, or certainly the Phillies come in and win both of these. I think A.J. smith Shaver's your better arm. Now, is it risky starting a 20-year-old in Philadelphia in the postseason? Yeah, but I think A.J. smith Shaver's the better arm at this point and gives you a better chance of going out there and missing bats and, and putting up zeros. But I got to imagine game three is some combination of Elder and A.J. smith Shaver and just a bullpen game at this point. I mean, there are so many off days in this. You can use your best bullpen arms every game, so – it's really just a matter of how many innings can you get in that early game to turn it over to Johnson, Jimenez, Minter, Iglesias. And I know not everybody feels great about that, but that's really, especially in game three, what you're trying to do. Barracuda says A.J. Smith-Shaver has to be a big part of game three plan, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, 
A lot of you also commenting the same thing. Elder and AJ Smith Shaver in game three. Um, William the Worst says, we're up 2-0. I hope they get, let Elder go as long as able. I would agree with that. Um, but again, it, I go to win the game. I mean, if Elder, I still say if Elder gets in there and he gives up four runs in the first couple of innings, you pull the plug uh, and you know go with AJ Smith Shaver because you know, you're going to have Strider on regular rest for game four. You're going to have Freed on regular rest for game five if needed. So even if we're up 2-0, I still have a short leash on Elder in game three. Barracuda, how can the Braves deal with Harper and Schwarber with only Hand and AJ as lefties? Well, two of these games, potentially, if it goes to a game five, you're going to have Max Freed starting, who is a lefty. For the other two, you're going to have Spencer Strider starting, who is a really good pitcher. Uh, you know, no matter the handedness of the batter he's facing. So that's one way they're going to try to deal with those guys. And then you're going to have to pick your spots in those mid to late innings. You're going to have to pick your, pick your spots and maybe the seventh inning where you go with Brad Hand at the top of the lineups coming up and you're facing Schwarber and Bryce Harper. You're going to have to pick your Harper. You're going to have to pick your spots there when you use Hand in that sixth, seventh inning and then using Mentor, you know, either that seventh or eighth inning when that top of the order is coming up. So, you're really only going to need those two late game innings where you're going to have to use hand and mentor to get through those two guys. First five innings, you're hoping Freed and Strider just runs through them because they're really good pitchers. So it's not great. You'd love maybe one more, you know, certainly I would love Tyler Matzik. Uh, you know, I would love another good, really good lefty out there. I don't know how much I, I trust Brad hand, even though I know he has really good numbers against those guys, but um yeah, I mean, you're going to have to pick your spots, you know, when you use them for sure. You don't want hand facing a bunch of righties. I certainly know that. Uh, Brandon Newman says, I'm not too surprised with Wright and Chavez not being in it, especially with them being out for a while. I think like the Hernandez move, Phillies haven't seen him yet. What do you think? I, I honestly, and I saw somebody else, I think uh, one of the writers who covers the Braves daily said that as well, that. Uh, you know, maybe they put Daysville on there. Phillies haven't seen him. I don't think that's it. I just think he's a big arm and he's got swing and miss stuff. And you want those guys coming out of your bullpen. I I'd be surprised if we see Daysville in a, you know, high leverage situation, like a close game late. Uh, I think he's there, you know, going to be there for some sort of some mop up duty or try to, to bridge that gap. You know, maybe in game three, if starters just aren't working out, you bring him in for an inning and, and see what he can do. So, I don't think the Daysville inclusion is that big of a deal. Now, maybe we'll see. Um, I know the Phillies, you know, they kind of try to compare it to Orion Kirkring, who has great stuff uh, and certainly somebody the Braves haven't seen before that I think could be a problem. I don't think Daysville is that. Um, Matt says, I think Kyle being left off is about matchup since he didn't look too good against Philly. I would guess he would be on the, the LCS roster. They must have felt like Chavez wasn't quite ready. Possibly. Uh, you know, I think it's more Kyle Stuff's down. He hasn't looked nearly like himself, really even coming out of the bullpen. Maybe he's had some some good innings, putting up some zeros, but just still hasn't quite looked like himself. Jamison says, I cannot wait, and neither can I. Can I. It feels like forever since the Braves last played a game because it is. Um Nicholas Watson says, do you think Snit will keep a short leash on Elder? How many runs will he get before they pull him if it comes to it? I do think, I just you know talked about this a little bit ago, I do think it'll be a short leash on Elder. Again, if he gets in trouble in the first, second inning, and you know next thing you know, there's two, three, four runs on the board early, I think, I think four is probably that cap as good as this offense is. You don't want them falling behind you know, too much early, and then it just becomes insurmountable. 
to get out of. So I think four runs in the first, you know, four innings would probably be my limit uh, to where I would go with Bryce Elder, but it's obviously going to be a feel of the game and how things are going, uh, depending on how, you know, what they decide to do there. Um, Matt Cox says we have to take the first two at home. If we don't, then I'll be nervous. I, I agree with that. I think these, especially the first one at home when you're facing their number three with your number one on the mound, you got to win that game. But like I said earlier, certainly the first two, you got to, you know, really need to win those before you go back to Philly, not knowing what's going to happen in game three. Um, William the Worst says, let's be real. We all know Phillies can beat us last year, but I just don't see them taking three of five with two starts each by Spencer Max plus our offense. Look, the Braves are the best team in baseball this year. Let's not act like they can't win this series. I feel like there's just this huge narrative out there because of what happened last year that the Braves can't win this series. They proved over 162 that they are the better team. Now, better teams in baseball don't always win, uh, especially this time of year. It's all about who's healthy and who's hot, but the Braves can certainly win this series. They have the power power to do it and get it done. Uh, so certainly think that they can. Uh, yeah, Joseph Hernandez does have some gas. Again, gets more high-velocity stuff in there. Uh, Zachamania says no Chavez. That was a little surprising to me. Um, but, again, he is just coming back from injury. Um, but I don't know. Uh, uh, Tonkin over Chavez, you know, is that is that kind of the decision you're making there? I know Tonkin's been really good this year, but so has Chavez when healthy. Again, I, I just think – I have to imagine the Braves just didn't think right and Chavez were back healthy enough or had enough time really to, to reassert themselves, and that's why they didn't go with them. Um, John Blaze says, no Chavez. I'm not liking that one. He's a veteran. Um, yeah, I would like that veteran presence. I think that's more for 162. He's going to be there. Um, you know, He's going to be in the dugout and in the clubhouse for all this. William the Word says, Grissom's back. Get help. We'll see. I just don't know when. when do you use him. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know when you use him because you're probably going to use Pilar against the lefty off the bench unless there's a second opportunity. You know, you already used Pilar. Uh, I just, I don't know when Grissom's going to get in at bat, but I certainly would love it. You know, we, you know, you got a, a situation where you need a ball put in play. Uh, I would have all the confidence in the world that Grissom could get it done. Matt says, I think Chavez would be available in later rounds. He certainly would. He and Kyle Wright both. You know, that's another thing, too. If you put Kyle Wright and Chavez out there, they get hurt and you advance, then they can't pitch in the next round. So, again, if Brace feel like those guys just need more time and more reps to get back, then then maybe you, you know, sit them out now and bring them back later. There are so many comments and questions here. I'm not going to get to all these. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to go through these as quickly as I can. If I don't get to yours, please please put it down in the YouTube comments and I'll try to get to all those uh, before game one. But I appreciate you all being here with me. Um, uh, John Edwards says, love these live streams. Yes. Oh, I did want to go ahead and say this now uh, throughout the postseason, season. Uh, we're still going to have the postcast of me and Grant McCauley over on uh, locked on sports Atlanta on YouTube, but those are going to come a good bit after the games. So right after each game ends, I'm going to go live and just discuss the game with you. So be looking out for that. As soon as these postseason games end, I'm going to go live. So make sure that you're ready for that and join. Only questionable one might be Wednesday, but we'll see. But that's kind of the plan right now is after these postseason games, I'm going to go live immediately after these games, give a quick reaction. And then me and Grant will have a, a regular post game uh, recap a little bit later. Um, 
So I'm going to read through some of these, looking for those that have question marks on them. Jamison says, do all these off days between all these games help or hurt the Braves and why? It helps both teams because Phillies are going to get to use Wheeler twice in this series because he can come back uh, Monday uh, with an extra day of rest. But it benefits the Braves too because they don't have a lot of pitching right now. And you can get through this series using Freed and Strider twice and really only have to worry about one game where you got to piece things together. So I think in that regard, it's probably more of a benefit for the Braves. Joseph recap. I'm hoping we get the Murphy from the first half of the season instead of what we hadn't doing in the second half. Yeah. I would love for one of the catchers to get going. And again, I'm curious to see how Snickers going to use them. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Strider. I know some of you saying you're a little nervous about him. One iron lung saying Strider needs to mix in that change up and fastball work off each other. He just needs to do what he's done against the Phillies in the regular season. I mean, he has absolutely dominated them. You know, now maybe they make some adjustments and he needs to adjust back, but um, I think Strider just needs to be himself. Um, Hayden Harris. I don't know if that's Hayden Harris, uh, Braves prospect. It is. Thanks so much uh, for joining. Says he hates uh, the Chavez missed the roster after the first half he had, but I get it. Uh, yeah, certainly a great uh, first half that Chavez had and just some amazing work that he's done for the Braves. Um, if the Braves make it, this is from Brandon Newman, if the Braves make it to the next round, Morton will be a great addition. Who will be injured and moved to make room for another player? They don't have to, they don't, you reset the rosters each round. So, uh, you don't have to worry about anybody getting injured. You can just replace them each round. Uh, Corey's calling a brave sweep. Would love to see that. Um, sorry, take a couple more here. A couple more here. Uh, thanks for joining, Jeffrey. Appreciate you, all of you for joining uh, so much. Again, we'll be doing these live after each postseason game as well. So looking forward to that. Uh, William says, I think Murphy's going to explode this series. First time in the playoffs, right? I believe so. Um, playing for the A's for a little while. Uh, so I think so. Um, all right, maybe one more. Corey says, you say Grissom has been working in the outfield. I did not say that. Um, so I don't know that for sure. I, I certainly would love – I know in these sim games they had him at second base each time, so I do not think he's been working in the outfield. I have not seen that reported anywhere. Um, oh, it is a different Hayden Harris. Well, thanks for joining. I think that Hayden Harris joined Locked On MLB Prospects uh, the other day or will be here soon. Uh, so make sure that you check that out. Uh, Justin in Strider and Freed go seven innings this time around. Certainly hope so. That's the plan and that's the recipe here. Uh, I will not be at the game, Jack. I'll be staying here doing my duties. Like I said, for the post game, we'll be going live right after. All right. I'm so sorry. There are so many questions and comments. I really do hate that I can't get to all of these. So if I didn't get to yours, please ask me down in the comment section on YouTube. But I did want to give a short little preview of a game one happening on Saturday. So excited about that. We'll discuss that here next. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I know they got a ton of stuff gearing up for the MLB postseason. If you want to get in on that action, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season or get in on this MLB postseason action. Also, visit FanDuel.com slash PlaySafe for tools and resources 
to help you stay in control of the way you play. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, the Braves kick off their postseason run on Saturday. Catch every pitch of the postseason on SiriusXM with the SXM app. All right, I did want to just quickly preview game one of this series. You're going to have Spencer Strider going up against Ranger Suarez. And you know Spencer Strider at this point. He has dominated the Phillies in the regular season in his career. But we all know what happened last year with Spencer Strider. And I'm sure that's in the back of his head and his mind like it is in a lot of Braves fans' minds. But he clearly wasn't himself last year. If he pitches like he's capable he can go out there, give the Braves six, seven solid innings, give them a chance to jump out to a one nothing lead. As for Ranger Suarez, a lefty, but somebody, he pitched in game one of the NLDS last year that the Phillies won, but a really good left-handed pitcher. The Braves have crushed lefties this year. Now, the Braves faced him back on June 20th, six innings, just one run allowed on a solo home run, two walks, seven strikeouts. So, again, he has had some success against the Atlanta Braves in his career, despite being a left-handed pitcher. And you look at his numbers on the season for the Phillies, you know, um, uh, one or his career postseason numbers, he's five games, three starts, just a 1.23 ERA and a 1.02 whip in the regular season, started 22 games, a 4.18 ERA and a 1.42 whip. So, uh, you know, Certainly a guy that's capable of going out there and putting up some zeros and slowing down any offense, but this isn't just any offense. So looking for the Braves to get after him. You look at his last start, came on October 4th, last day of the regular season against, um, or no, I'm sorry, this is this is last year. I'm looking at apologize. Um, it was not a good start that he had against the Astros uh, at the end of last season. But you look at his last month here in September, Ranger Swore is a 5.20 ERA 27 and two thirds innings, uh, just three home runs allowed, a 1.37 whip. You know, somebody that's looking to keep the ball on the ground, which is what you got to do when you're facing this Braves offense. So it's going to be a, a tough challenge for the Braves. But look, if they're going to win this World Series, if they're going to win this round, it's going to be because of their offense. And the bats got to come out. Now, you do wonder, you know, is much as they tried to keep the timing of these hitters with these sim games, it's just not the same as you know high intensity, you know real games that matter type of action. You do wonder if maybe they're a little slow coming out of the gate, trying to regain that timing and that competitiveness that they haven't had in you know honestly three or four weeks now since they clinched the division. So wouldn't be surprised if maybe they're a little bit slower out of the gate. Hopefully that's not the case. They come out on fire, set the tone real early in this game, uh, and that's certainly what you're looking for for this Braves offense because, again, uh, as much as I, I I love and trust Strider and Freed, they need to be great, certainly, and you have to win the games that they pitch and when they pitch well. If the Braves you know, advance in this postseason, if they make a long run, it's going to be because of their offense. So let's set the tone. It is finally game time, game one of the NLDS between the Braves and the Phillies. I'm geared up for it. I hope you are as well. First pitch of that game at 6.07 p.m. Eastern on Saturday night. Again, catch every pitch of the postseason with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Thank you so much for all those who were able to join me live. I'll be doing these right after each of the postseason games end, so make sure you're subscribed to Lockdown Braves on YouTube. You'll get the audio version on the Lockdown Braves podcast feed, so make sure you're subscribed there as well. 
And thank you so much for joining the show and making this all possible and support you give me here at Locked On Braves. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 